0: Every minute, every moment counts. Hello, I'm Julie Hyde, and I understand what it takes to make these moments count for leadership, business, and your life. This podcast will deliver insights and game-changing leadership moments that will allow you to level up and shine a light for those around you. Let's get into today's episode. There's been a lot happening in my world over the last five months that have been life-changing to say the very least. And it's something I've been processing on my own and haven't felt prepared to share. But now I'm in a space where I'm ready to talk about it in the hope that my story will inspire and empower others and have invited the beautiful Jacinta Tynan to help facilitate this very personal and vulnerable conversation for me. Now, you may know Jacinta. She's a very highly regarded Australian news presenter and journalist. She's the author of her newly published book, The Single Mothers Club, and writes a regular column for Body and Soul magazine about spirituality. Now, I was blessed to meet Jacinta last year through our mutual connection, Tori Archbold of Powerful Steps. And I know that Jacinta will support me to reveal some deeper parts of myself that will make this conversation richer and one that I will be proud of. So Jacinta, I'm going to hand the microphone over to you now and
1: I'm I'm in your hands. Thank you, Julie. There can be no greater honor I would expect than being invited to host somebody's podcast for them and put you on the other side of the mic. So thank you for trusting me to do that and trusting me to be a conduit for you to tell your story. So I know you've been, so just relax, by the way, you you kick back. I'm driving the bus now. Excellent. (laughs) And you get to be on the other side. I know you've been through an incredibly challenging time. I actually think it's a really generous act for you to decide to speak up about what you've been going through because in sharing where you've been or where you are it helps others feel less alone so it's I think it's a wonderful thing that you're doing let's get straight into it Julie your life changed overnight in October 2021 what happened that month was a huge one I had a growth on my foot, which looked like
0: a wart and was misdiagnosed as that. It progressively got worse, unfortunately, and this is throughout COVID times. And during those times, it was really hard to see a specialist. So there was only, you could only see someone if it was urgent. And I really had to force my way to see someone about it. And unfortunately, it ended up being a melanoma. So on the 6th of October, after seeing the diatrist, dermatologist, GP, um, who was absolutely amazing, I saw um, my surgeon and he told me that I have melanoma stage 3. It had spread. It had spread from my foot to my lymph nodes. I had a lump in my groin at that time and, um, yeah, I was all of a sudden in the fight of my life. So the diagnosis was Wednesday. He told me I'd be in surgery on the Monday. In between that, I was to have scans and um, see him again on the Friday. So I did all of that. I'd never had to have scans before, never navigated the medical system before. (laughs) Saw him on the Friday and he said, it's really aggressive. You are seriously in the fight of your life. So it was a big week and there was a lot of fear around that. I was really scared. You know, what does this mean? You sort of look mortality square in the eye. And it's like, am I am I going to die? What does this mean? For my husband, for my family, for my business, it was just shock and confusion and the inevitable question of why pops into your head. You're like, why is this happening? But your whole life is stripped bare and you feel like all of a sudden nothing else matters but this. Situation and it felt like I was on a really, really, really fast roller coaster and just couldn't get off.
1: It must have been such an incredible shock to you because, and you, as you said, you're not even familiar with navigating the medical system, you did not see this coming. You are a, a very independent, super successful woman who pretty much runs life on your terms, and you have your own business. That's you're not even answering to anybody really. Suddenly, You weren't the one calling the shots. Suddenly your life is in someone else's hands. How did you react in that moment and being in that space? Yeah, that
0: was really difficult at first because I am a planner. I love to have contingencies in place. I am very independent and I don't like to have to rely on others to help me. I also like to surround myself with people who I know and trust And all of a sudden, you are completely vulnerable. So like the most important people in my world were strangers. The most important people in my world was the GP, was the surgeon, like David Giorgi, like he, amazing, amazing man. I was very blessed to be referred to incredible medical people, like the universe really delivered for me (laughs) in that situation. So I was very lucky. I have to trust these people. Like I have to hand over effectively my life to to strangers. So it was really hard at first. And I don't necessarily like stepping into that space of vulnerability, but it's something I really had to embrace. And I had to embrace the acceptance of the situation rather than trying to fight against it. I've got to let people do what they do and i then have to allow people to support me i think that was a really big lesson for me too in terms of you know letting people in and then just allowing them to do things for me that i haven't even asked like people had my my back and just did extraordinary things for me and and for my husband it was just it was amazing, it was overwhelming, and it was a real gift sort of in, in that time as well. So, yeah, it was tough, but it was. it's also been pretty amazing.
1: Yeah, it sounds like you're alluding to that there have been some great lessons and some real growth for you in the process of what you've been through. A struggle does that to us, I guess. I want to talk to you about that. But before I do, on a more practical bent, I guess, what people might want to know about is... You had been really vigilant you about this. You went to two doctors, you said, about that mole on your foot and you were misdiagnosed and this was all unfolding during lockdown, as you said before, and you had to really lobby to get medical attention. It could, you could have left it at that and we have the impression that we're in good hands with the medical system, yet you had to be your own advocate and and lobby for that right care was that a surprise to you? Would you advise people to, to really just follow their instincts when it comes to their own health? A
0: hundred percent. And if you think that something is not right, it's not right. You know, I, I, I suppose I took my foot off the pedal because I was misdiagnosed and just thought the thing was a wart. Even when I had made the appointment with the podiatrist, you know, she called me and said, look, I can't see you unless it's urgent. I'm like, it's urgent and I need to see you even then trying to get appointments with specialists, you ring and it's like, oh, you know, this is in October. Um, Oh, yes, we've got an opening in February. It's like, no, I'm sorry, this is urgent. So it's advocating for yourself and just doing what you need to do to get the care you need at that time. Or I also had my GP advocating for me at the time as well because, you know, there was obviously something not quite right. So, yeah, it is not often an easy system to navigate and I still find that I have to advocate for myself when I'm not happy with something. So it's like I'm not going to tolerate this. This is my life and um, I will ensure that I get the care I need or if I'm not going to get it with a particular hospital or doctor or whatever that looks like, I will then make a decision in terms of what I do next.
1: And that's about that mole on your foot, but I'm sure anyone listening to this will see the the parallels in their own life for any part of our health of just trusting that we know our bodies best. Yeah. And it's
0: really listening to your body as well. I suppose, you know, I had this belief that did not serve me clearly in terms of, you know, when things go wrong or with my health or you know like this wart, it's like oh, i just don't have time for this like this is really inconvenient but so like you've, you've really got to make time for this stuff and it, it really has to be a priority especially when things aren't quite right it's like the sooner you get onto it the better
1: so tell us julie what was that process after your diagnosis so i imagine it was all systems go all of a sudden with with the medical team so I had, you know, obviously the, the, the melanoma cut out of my foot, so
0: you got a massive hole in your foot and then they had to remove lymph nodes. So I've got about a 30-centimetre scar, you know, in my pelvis. It sort of runs down to the top of my thigh. So I was in hospital for 10 days and, of course, you can't have visitors. Um, so I was in there alone getting over that surgery. You come home and you have you know nurse at home people coming in to to still tend to you so I really couldn't move properly for about 3 months I was out of action and then after that I had to start receiving treatment to keep the you know cancer away and to fight the cancer which is called immunotherapy treatment so that started in November and that had <laughs> some pretty big impacts on my body because immunotherapy is is fantastic and is to treat melanoma. And what it does, it turns on your immune system to fight cancer because your body's immune system doesn't fight cancer naturally. But what it can do is your body can turn on on the organs in your body, which, which has happened to me. So I've had some pretty severe side effects, and I think in the last five months I've felt well for about three weeks of that. So, you know, I've been hospitalised for eight days just recently, with some pretty severe side effects where I was really, really sick. So it's been quite challenging in terms of managing that. And because I'm a really active person, I love getting out there and, you know, walking and taking care of myself. So it was the process of the, the surgery and then the recovery from that and then the treatment, which I, I call wellness days, I've, I've reframed that to make that a really positive experience, so that the the wellness days where I have, you know, the immunotherapy to to really fight this cancer, and then you know, scans and just managing everything that comes with that, because there's lifelong effects that have been caused by this that I I need to to manage as well. So yeah, I'm getting um much more educated in terms of the medical system now, and um,
1: what are uh, lots of particular. You know things mean. Yeah and I notice you're not talking in the past tense because you are of course still in treatment now and you will be for a a couple of years I understand. When, When we hear most people talk about cancer they're out the other side and they talk about it in retrospect they are officially I guess survivors of cancer but why have you made the decision to speak out while you're still very much in the thick of it Julie?
0: I think it stemmed from when I was first diagnosed I wanted to know about what people did, like when they were going through it. So it's like, what did you do? How did you handle it? How did you look after your mindset? Like, I just wanted information. And while I could find a lot of information, it was people talking in retrospect. So, you know, a lot of people have treatment for, you know, three months and they're over the other side and they're in remission and, and it's wonderful, unfortunately my situation is going to go on a lot longer than that so there's there's a couple of reasons why i decided to share my story now the the big one is that i really want to destigmatize cancer um, for people you know i won't let this define me which is why i haven't shared it till now and kept it really close to my chest Um, because it's not who i am this is a season that i'm going through that's what I choose to believe. And I am going to come out of the other side of this. I have absolutely no doubt about it. hundred percent confidence. So it's just going to take me a little while longer. You know, if I do something, I do it well. So this bloody cancer journey thing, you know, <laughs> let's just get it done and do it well. But often when we refer to people, it's like, oh, Julia, she's got cancer. Whereas no, Julie is a whole lot more than that. The second thing is, you know, we talk about being vulnerable and this is what we need to do and this is what we need to see from leaders and I'm choosing to embrace the vulnerable side of me and this journey and what this offers and because that vulnerable side of me I really haven't invited into my life much at all. So, you know, what can I learn from her and then what can I share in terms of helping others as well because it's completely okay to be vulnerable you know the third thing is I don't want to be pigeonholed either as sick if you like I would love to be considered a role model as someone who is going through the fight of their life but who can also step into their power both personally and professionally and make their life work for them and I want to demonstrate how I can live in absolute alignment with what is really important to me because I have I'm so clear on that now without the guilt without the turmoil that we often put ourselves through and without apology.
1: What a warrior woman you are, Julie. And listening to you talk, it's just so clear that you were already on quite an extraordinary path in your life, but it's clear that you've gone to to much deeper layers and have really evolved even further through this. I guess it would be impossible to be so confronted with your own mortality, as you put it, and not be altered in some way how would you say that that this ordeal if you want to call it that has changed you bearing in mind that you're still in the thick of it
0: it has absolutely changed me and i know it's going to continue to evolve we're always growing we're always learning but the universe has given me a really big wake-up call For whatever reason that is. (laughs) Um, I choose to see it as a gift and I've chosen to realign to what is really important to me. So I've had lots of time to think and reflect, you know, when you're laying there for nearly three months, you just really reflect on what you were doing and how you were doing it. And it became really apparent to me that what I thought I was doing, I may not have been doing so well. I was so in my head all the time. I was always thinking about what's next. I was always in a rush. You know, what's the time? Get it done. You know, push, push constantly. I mean, you can hear the stress tripping off those words. The pressure I put myself under was just ridiculous and it's not healthy at all. It's like I had two speeds. I was on or off. And this became really apparent to me when I was sitting with a friend, she'd come over and um, when she left, I thought, wow, really enjoyed my time with her. And I thought, why did I enjoy that so much more than usual? And it's like, well, Julie, you were actually present in the moment. You were present with her. You were listening. You were enjoying. And that's something that you haven't really given yourself permission to do before. So it was a really big realisation because it's something I thought I did well and I clearly didn't. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is I've got a little bit more curious about my um, spiritual side as well in terms of really connecting to that. That's something I haven't really explored. So, you know, making time for meditation and and manifesting what I really, really want has been, you know, a really rich experience for me. And as I said before, you know, I'm really, really clear now on my path. I really make sure that I protect and nurture My mindset, because I believe that's crucial. Everything starts with your mindset and what you think. And just choosing to make every moment count, which, of course, is the name of of, of this podcast. And I suppose that's become really important to me now because moments are truly precious. And it's the value of those moments that you can commit to memory and draw on in the future to really help you get through tough times as well which I have really found. And of course, slowing down and resting, actually resting, not just laying on the couch, maybe looking at social media, like really resting and, and tapping into your intuition. So I'm my biggest priority right now. Like seriously, my health is number one. So yeah, it's been some pretty big changes and I expect there to be many more.
1: I'm sure a lot of things you're talking about you already knew in practice, like in theory, but it sounds like you're, the difference is you're really embodying them. Like you say you thought you were present and you thought you had a little bit of a spiritual practice going on and all of these other dimensions that you would have very much known in your line of work, in your head. Would you say now that you now know it at a, at a core level? Absolutely, yeah,
0: really connecting to it, you know, the heart and the head and um as i say just really being very clear on your values and making sure that what you're doing is in alignment with that it's understanding and making empowered decisions because you know i'm not saying that it, that it's easy to do this stuff like to live in complete alignment with your priorities and your values like the there are compromises. There are decisions that you have to make. Like, obviously, I'd love to be doing other things. You know, choose not to do that now. The power is in focusing on what I can do now, who I can be around now, what I can eat now, what I can drink now. It's just making empowered decisions. So yes, it's 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 connecting to it rather than just knowing it logically. Because when
1: you just know it logically, you can make excuses around it very easily. I really uh, resonating with that way you're talking about choice that we actually have the choice of where we're going to focus our time and energy obviously everyone listening to this podcast because it's yours know that you are the the ceo of your own consultancy firm so you've actually coached hundreds i would guess of business leaders entrepreneurs women in business to lead and empower them to live in alignment the very things you're talking about that might have all been in theory before, although you've done some had some wonderful coaching experiences, but how will what you've been going through with this cancer diagnosis assist you in empowering others even further in your line of work? I think that
0: when we're in a situation where we're facing a challenge, you know, we always think that we've we've dug deep. You know, I've had moments where my back's been against the wall, you know, many times, but there's nothing like this. So Adversity is always the opportunity for growth. So that's what I believe in the first instance. And, you know, we think we've dug deep, but we can always dig deeper. And we can draw on courage at the same time that we can surrender when needed. So there's been tears, there's been moods, frustration, and moments for sure. You know, I'm human and we have to let that out. Um, but as I said before, there's also been acceptance and moments of complete calm. So, and we choose our response in any moment. So, If I relate this back to leadership and how I work for clients, you know, it's understanding that life can change on a dime at any moment. And I think we all know that and we've had that experience through COVID over the last two years, like everyone's life has pretty much changed. So as leaders, we need to be really constantly agile and flexible and adaptable and vulnerable and be okay not always being in control and having all the answers. And it's okay to ask for help and support and allow others in. And in fact, it's liberating and empowering. So we can't always do what we've done and expect to get different results because, you know, our environment is changing. People who we deal with are changing rapidly. Change is our constant with everything. So We miss out on so much and miss out on key moments and messages that can make a real difference to your life and leadership when we've got our blinkers on and we're operating in a particular way, which is where I was, which is where the power is in improving your self-awareness through creating the time and space to do that, in really reflecting on what's going on stepping outside of your comfort zone, being kind to yourself and then moving forward with new strategies and trying, you know, test and trial. So it's like, you know, as leaders we don't have to be perfect, personally or professionally. It's like give yourself to permission to just actually be you, celebrate your uniqueness and, you know, make every moment count is really what i'm now encouraging people to do and it's about having absolute clarity because often we just don't have that clarity that drives us forward and enables us to make you know those really i suppose educated and strong decisions for ourselves because it's like we think we know what we want or we think we're in alignment with our values but once you're really really clear it's a no-brainer and it saves you so much time
1: Julie, you've talked a lot about choice in this conversation and you had a choice to go through this by yourself and not share it with anyone until you were ready but you made the choice to share it today and it's incredibly generous and your insights are just going to resonate with so many people. So thank you for opening up and and being so clear with where you're at and thank you for trusting me to be on the other side and and hear your story.
0: Thank you so much. I just... Can't think of anyone else who I trust more than you to encourage me to be vulnerable and to help me open up and share my lessons and learnings that will hopefully help others to live their life in alignment with who they truly want to be and to make every moment count for them. So thank you so much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for listening to today's episode and I trust that you enjoyed leaning into one of the precious moments shared. I invite you to leave your thoughts as a review in support of this show. You can also share with your network and even rate and review it. I would appreciate that feedback and connection. I'd love to connect on LinkedIn or Instagram via my handle, Julie Hyde Leads. Until next time, live and lead intentionally and make it count.